All right, guys, welcome back. Happy Friday, and it's officially December. It is. It's Christmas season, and we're starting off with Christmas movies. Let's go. Sorry, I'm a little stuffy this December. Uh, December weather's getting to me here. I've been a little, just kind of waking up stuffy, um, and just a, just a little bit of, you know, sinuses, but nothing crazy. I, so, something was going around last Saturday at that game, I, it was the combination of being in crowded bars, being outside in the cold. I don't know. I've had a cold pretty much this whole week here. For sure. I know one of the person individuals that we were with had like a 102 fever um, by Monday. Uh, so, yeah, there's something going around. That's for sure. Uh, but this starts off one of three or four of the next couple of weeks. We're doing drafts, Christmas drafts. Uh, Mason gets first pick. It's Christmas movie draft. Uh, I, I I know we have the same favorite movies, so we're doing five rounds here, drafting our favorite Christmas movies. Go ahead and take the one on one. All right, for me, not it's not everyone's. Um, you know there are tons of great Christmas movies, but it is mine. It's uh, my dad and I. We have a great tradition with this. It is Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's. Uh, it's just great. It's there's nonstop laughing, and it's a heartfelt story at the end as well. It's just great. And yeah, Chevy Chase. I love hearing stories about him, how nobody wants to work with him, and how he's the biggest dick. But well, I sent you that one TikTok, right? Yeah, you don't look at my TikTok because I sent that sent that to you like two days ago. Oh, okay. I I, I usually watch everyone's TikToks. I must have missed that one though. Oh yeah, I guess Chevy Chase is just awful to work with. Oh yeah, like so the director from Home Alone was supposed to direct. Christmas vacation, but then he decided not to because he spent one day with Chevy Chase and said he did not want to work with him. One day, one day, that's wild. <laughs> uh, but, you so, mentioned but that's but he's a great comedian, old school comedian. So that that's my one on one. And you mentioned Home Alone. Home Alone is going to be my one one oh two. I I know I knew it wasn't going to get back to me, and I love it. There's there's a tier of like two or three movies and i knew that one wasn't going to get back to me and it's it's right under my favorite besides christmas vacation so gotta take it just just watched it yesterday yep it is and that was my that was my next one um, but i'm glad i get this one as well and it's so do you get you get all home loans then like the trilogy or just just the two you probably want oh i i also have home alone two somewhere on my list so i'm just taking the first one you home alone two is still on the board Okay, because uh, I was asking for my next pick. I'm going to go the Santa Claus. Oh, you so you only get the one then? Because I have two somewhere else on my list. But that so you, we'll just do the one movie. Unless I get all Home Alone's, you get all Santa Clauses. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so I'll put Home Alone series, and you get Santa Claus series. Then there's there's only two good Santa Clauses and two good Home Alone's, so it's not that big of a deal. I, I do like the third one, but it's not as great as the first two. Right. Yeah, that that's a good one. It's I I do love the first one. I think I know we're gonna go next and I'm upset, but uh... I don't know. I'm so torn because we, we took the three in order. I would have gone the same three and you would have gone the same three in order. And this is this next pick is really a toss up for me between wow. two movies. I'm gonna take the one that I think is funnier. Yep. I think is the better actor. I'm going yep. Jim Carrey's Grinch. Yep. It, it, it's got to be. It, it's so funny. 
It really is. Did you see they're making a horror movie of The Grinch? I did see that, but I tried to look it up, and I don't know if it's where it's being released, when it's being released. I saw a couple different dates. But I okay. What is it called again? I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's The Grinch. and a, a Grinch is scary enough as it is, but yeah, I guess they're making a horror film out of it. Yeah, no, I saw that. But no, I mean, Jim Carrey, I mean, even the original Grinch is, uh, Grinch is really good, but obviously Jim Carrey comedy, and they kind of ruined it with that new animated one. Um, I heard yeah. that the, uh, the soundtrack was actually really good for that movie, but the movie itself wasn't that good. Yeah, m- people were shitting on it. It wasn't terrible, but mm. it was just, like, super, like, Gen Z mainstream. Like, it just wasn't funny. Okay. So wait, uh-huh. do, I, do I get all Grinches or just Jim Carrey Grinch? That no, year? just the Jim Carrey. Oh, okay, we're, you're really throwing me off with all this whole, uh, get everything in the category here. No, just the Jim Carrey one. Um, and now I'm stuck. Because I know I'm gonna get my last pick without a doubt. There's no way you pick it. It's it's a it's a it's a not a popular, but it's a good one. I don't know. So, no, I promise you, you're not gonna pick it. Okay. So my next one, it, I don't, I don't know if I can do it to myself because it is a huge fan favorite, and I don't like it that much. Oh. Okay. But I know you do, and I know you'll pick it. I think that'll kind of swing how it goes, but I love Christmas, so I'm going to stick to myself, and I'm going to go with, ah, uh, man, I'm going to go with the Christmas story. Damn it. I, I don't love that one as much as others, but that uh, it probably wasn't making it back if you want to. If you would have taken my next pick here. So Christmas yeah, story on your it's list. It's such a classic. 24 hours TBS. And now they made a new, was it a sh- series now or a movie? The Christmas Story 2 on HBO. It's actually pretty good. I'm not going to Yeah, uh, that is one that I'll definitely be watching. So it's just a movie, not a series, correct? Right. Okay, yeah. So that is what I'll be watching. But yeah, the original is honestly, I think, when you think of like original cr- Christmas movies, I think that's like the best. Like original, like old school Christmas movies, I would say that's like the best. Yeah, unless you're a huge boomer and you go Miracle on 34th Street or uh, yeah, or it's older. a Wonderful Life. Blech. Okay, well, I'm gonna round out in my, in my personal opinion. The top six are all drafted right here. You took Christmas Story five, and I can't let Elf slip past the yep. six. That was the one I I I like it. I don't love it though. Oh, I, I like it way better than Christmas Story. That would have been my, definitely my next pick, so I'm happy you took Christmas Story. Yeah. No, Elf is definitely a fan favorite, and you'll probably swing some votes there your way. Um, but for my last one, I'm going to go with one that... We got two more. Oh, we do have two more. Great. I only got, I only got three more on my list, and I, I don't think you'll take two of the three, so... Well, I know the one you're going to take, and I just disagree, but <laughs> I'm going to go with Polar Express. Thank God. That's the one movie I cannot stand. And I'm I glad love Polar Express. I really want that to be made into a, a live-action Christmas movie. I think it would be really, really good with Tom Hanks. Uh, that's one that I, that's one that I really do like. And I don't it, even. It is slow, but when they do have like those action scenes on the train and in the workshop, it's just it's just great. Yeah, I, I a live action would be sick. I just think that's why I don't love it as much as others because it is slow. Yeah, uh, I'm taking Christmas with the Cranks. I yeah, that's a good lo- one. Love that movie. <laughs> that I thought, is a good I thought one. that's where you were going because we were talking about Christmas with the Cranks on uh, Twitter. I think it was a couple yeah. days ago, and I thought that's where you were going with your fourth round. So I'm glad I can get uh, a Tim Allen movie in here. Yeah, Christmas with the Cranks is honestly very underrated, and I remember 
seeing this in the theater. So it was my birthday. And for like my birthday party, we did like three things I, or two things. We went to, there was this place that was like called the batter's box where it had like indoor basketball hoops, batting cages. And then we went to go see Christmas with the, Christmas with the cranks. Cause it's tough to do stuff outside in uh, December in Wisconsin. So like this movie's always stuck with my childhood just because of that is that reason alone. So great pick. Love, love to see it. All right, my last one, it's it's not really going to make anyone's top five, maybe even top ten, but it's a movie that my mom and I have always watched, and whenever she watches it, she'll send me a pic if I'm not with her, and vice versa, and it's Jack Frost with my huh. Keaton. Yeah, that, that wasn't anywhere near my list, I'm not going to lie. No, it's, I mean, it's definitely, you know, a sad, it's more of a tearjerker, doesn't really, really have anything to do with, you know, Santa, Christmas, um, but it does take place, you know, around, you know, Christmas time, is you know, spoiler, his dad passed away, I believe, on Christmas Eve. Um, and just kind of brings the meaning of family and love and all that around the holidays and just in general. But, yeah, it's not a fan favorite, and I'll take it because I, I generally love watching it. Okay, I respect it. Uh, I'm going to go – I have two left on my list. And... Please don't take the one that should not be on there. <laughs> Are you talking about Die Hard? Well, that, no, if that's on your list, oh. you, do, you don't qualify to post your list and I win. I've never even seen Die Hard, so I don't even know what people's arguments are about, to be honest. Uh, have you seen Die Hard? No. Okay. I, yeah, I have no idea. I can't. They say because it happens on Christmas. Oh, my God. That's the only reason. I mean, okay, yeah, that's, that's tough. That is, because Home Alone, at least the first I was, one. I was just about to bring up Home Alone because kind of the same thing, but yeah, not really. it doesn't. The, the last five minutes are Christmas of the movie. That's kind of like all Christmas movies are. It's not just Christmas Day. It's the buildup for it. Right. Uh, my last pick, I'm going Four Christmases. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go Nightmare Before Christmas. I thought about it, but it's not really a Christmas movie. Thank I, you. I, I, can't, I can't put it in a Christmas movie category. I saw it on everybody's list when I looked it up. Uh, but I'm going Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. Just a hilarious movie. Uh, if you've never seen it, uh, husband and wife, they all have split families. They go to Four Christmases in one day, and it's a shit show in every one of them. Oh, it, Vince Vaughn is, he's kind of, an, kind of like a Chevy Chase where he's kind of an ass, I've heard. Um, oh, really? Oh, he's a, I've heard he's a real piece of work, um, but he's a great actor. And, I mean, yeah, really good, solid movie. Kind of underrated as well, but I like it a lot. Yeah, I haven't heard that, but interesting. Uh, the only movie I left off, uh, I, I still had my list. Uh, one of my list was Deck the Halls with uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> and uh, Matthew Broderick, the Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Is there anything yeah, else you left off? Um, kind of like more original, like Charlie Brown's, Frosty the Snowman's, Rudolph's. Um, but nothing more like, you know, that aren't animated that really, you know, stuck out to me. Okay. Not, where you weren't uh, about to take the original Grinch or no? No, that was up there, kind of like all those animated ones that came out in the 80s and whatnot, but it just didn't, it, it didn't, it, it couldn't make it. And one movie that I do like that is new, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on it now, was it Love Hard on Netflix? I think I've seen that, but I'm not sure, it sounds familiar. Yeah, Love Hard, that is actually a really good movie on Netflix that came out la two years ago. And you know they, it's tough to make a Christmas movie because we have we've had so many great ones, but that one's actually not that bad. I thought it was actually a really good Christmas movie. Yeah, I think I've seen. I, I I'm a sucker for the new and trendy Christmas movies like Noel on Disney Plus. Have you seen that? Noel is good. 
I, I thought about putting it on there, but I don't know if many people have seen it. Yeah. And well, you like, you're a sucker for Hallmark. I am. They're all the same, but I love them. Oh, they are all the same. I remember when you told me you were watching it, and I asked, like, is this the plot? And you're like, you're damn, you're like 99% correct. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, we'll post this poll to Twitter. Our Dynasty chat always gets these. So vote for your favorite. Uh, let's go into our starts and sits of the week. Hey, uh, you got your quarterbacks pulled up and ready? Yeah. Uh, let me get those. I know I had posted them. And I know I got a lot of heat for one of my sits, but my first start, uh, we had talked about it. It was Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Um, it's One, it's just a great matchup, Detroit. There's always a lot of points that they are giving up. And he's just been on a hot hand. And I think just from what we saw last week can just give you proof that he he's taken, like, the next step. Um, yeah, he, has, yeah. he has good weapons. ETN is playing this week. Um, so I, I think he is a, a really good play. Uh, my second one might be a trap, as what you said. But, I, again, I think it's a really good matchup. He holds the record now for, you know, Jets passing, and it's Mike White. Uh Kind of same thing. He has great weapons. Uh, Minnesota's defense is very, very bad. And I think he's – I think the team's rallying around him. So, I would definitely – as a streamer, you know, if you, you're definitely a guy who drafted Rodgers, you know, Russell Wilson, and you got, maybe you didn't like, for some reason, Josh Allen's matchup. I mean, you would have been right. I mean, he got 20 points. But I think Mike White is a good stream. Uh, my two sits are Deshaun Watson. You know, we've talked about it all week. You can't throw him in right away after not playing for a year and a half. If you saw the video of him, warm, him practicing, the three balls, all of his receivers dropped. Like, yeah, I saw that. It, not not that it's you know, lean to anything, but just, just another like, eh, I'll sit him this week. And lastly, it's a hot one, Lamar Jackson. Um, he hasn't done what you've wanted. He was only relevant last week because of, of, of garbage time, which, again, it still helps. It helps out a lot of guys. But he isn't what he's been, and his receivers have just been disappointing him. So it's kind of a mixture of things, and it's a tough matchup. Yeah, did you see uh, in our Dynasty League, VJ's putting out Deshaun Watson over Justin Fields? I did see that. I did. Yeah. And that's that's risky. I mean, Fields, I don't know if he's going to run as much. Again, just because of the injury, you don't want to take any more hits. But at least he's played recently, and he was great when he was playing. Right. Uh, running back start since my first one's not for the faint of heart. It's Kyron Williams. Uh, last three weeks. Uh, well, first off, Cam Akers is still listed on the injury report. Uh, last three weeks, he has increased the snap percentage 27 to 55 to 70%, and his opportunity is most at 14 last week. Last week was his best fantasy finish, nine fantasy points. Marker down for oh, yeah. double digit fantasy points this week for oh, he, and he's projected double digits in a standard PPR with 11 right now so that's a good sign it is uh Damian Pierce great matchup uh Browns are 31st against the running backs giving up 20 20 plus points 7 to 12 weeks people are scared to play Pierce because of his last two weeks but I think he bounces back yeah great matchup love it Sitting Camara. Tough Tampa Bay defense. He only has one finish inside the top 12 since week seven. Oof. Uh, his last four-game span, he's only averaging nine fantasy points. He has not scored a single touchdown in that stretch. So After this, great. his schedule gets a lot nicer. I believe it, it after does. this, he has the easiest 
fantasy schedule for running backs. Yeah, if you're the Camara owner and you uh, and you're still in the playoffs and you and you make it to the playoffs with him, you you won. He's he's got a great matchup and matchups and hopefully the offense involves him. And we saw what he can do on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other side's Cordero. Uh, he's just too inconsistent. I looked up his numbers before and after the injury. Before the injury, he was averaging uh, 16 opportunities, down to 14 now. Oh, no. Bef- I am having a seizure and cannot read my notes. Before the injury, he was averaging 14 and a half fantasy points and 16 opportunities. After the injury, dropped from 14 to 8 fantasy points, from 16 opportunities to 12 opportunities. They like Algier. They're still getting him and Huntley involved. There's just not enough opportunity for Patterson. Yeah, and he's 33 years old. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, my wide receivers, he should automatically be in your lineup, but for some reason, if you are concerned, I'm stacking him with Mike White, and it is Garrett Wilson. I think both wide receivers are good, are great plays. Obviously, I think Wilson's a lot have a better day than Elijah Moore. But I think Garrett Wilson – you know, he might not get two touchdowns every week, but I think we're going to see him getting nine targets. And he could easily finish seven for 80, and he's, it's not unlikely for him and this offense against this defense to get in this end zone this week. Uh, yep. So he's my first start. My next one, um, it's it's the Chargers. Obviously, Keen Allen is in, but Palmer's in as well. Uh, he had a great week last week. Mike Williams is still questionable. I don't think he's going to play. And Palmer's young and fast, and this is going to be a, a shootout. It's Raiders, Chargers, big rivals, big. I mean, if Raiders win five and seven, they're not back, but they're close because it brings the Chargers down to six and six. Um, so they're going to have to air it out, and they can't run the ball by any means. My first sit back to that Jets Vikings game, it's Adam Thielen. Uh, Jets defense, I just think is it's not elite, but it's really, really good, and their corners are really good too, uh, young but solid. And I, I think they're just gonna eat up. I think Jefferson might have a quiet day. I think he'll still be obviously fine to play. And you're, he's good. You're gonna play him anyways. But I think Thielen kind of takes a step back from his, uh, his best game uh, last week. And my second sits, it, it feels, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say weird saying it by any means but it's again it's Devonta Smith it he's seeing the targets he really is but he's not producing on the targets and it is a great matchup but he's had this for the last two weeks and I I really do think that AJ Brown is just going to take off this game it's his revenge game um in the running game it, it's it might not be as effective but we know the Eagles are going to keep pounding it pounding it and it just takes away opportunities for him yeah I mean he's a talented receiver but he's just He's the fourth fantasy option on that team if you include Hertz running and it's there's just not enough opportunity for him. Yeah, and they're always they've you know what their success from last year to you know when they went on that streak to this year is running and they're bottom six in passing. So and AJ Brown's just gonna have a field day on his on his team, his old team. Uh for tight ends through twelve weeks, it's just it, you, all tight ends suck outside of Andrews and Kelsey. So instead of starts and sits, I'm doing streams and fades. Just realize, even if you even if you stream a streaming tight end, you have to be happy with six, seven, eight fantasy points. People are giving us heat on these tight end videos saying, start these guys. We're not starting these guys over Kelsey, over Kittle, over Andrews most weeks. So just know where we're coming from. <laughs> Uh, we're going to stream Evan Ingram and Gerald Everett this week, uh, both matchup-based. 
Uh, Everett's still averaging six targets per game since week seven. And Evan Ingram's going up against the worst statistically defense in the NFL this year. So if I had to choose uh, guys like Greg Dulcich or David Njoku, I'm, I'm starting Evan Ingram, Gerald Everett out of those category players. Yeah, uh, again, the Lions. So you want to play everybody against the Lions. Right. Uh, we're going to fade Jelani Woods and Robert Tunyon this week. Uh, Woods, first time ever, over three targets this year. Uh, he's still questionable with that shoulder injury, and Tunyon's not going to have enough volume. I think they're going to run the ball 30 to 40 times a game. Rodgers might not have to pass more than 25 times, and I, yeah, I, I would be surprised if Tunyon saw more than a couple targets in this matchup. Yeah, it's tough. He 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 is a talented guy, but like you said, their their bread and butter and how they win is running it. So you got to do it to win for in the, for that team. Yeah. Uh, before we get into these last six matchups, let's go over our picks. We just went over them a couple hours ago, so the lines should not have changed. Uh, let's see here. I can go through mine. I just got them pulled up. Yep. Uh, I took three upsets this week, and I I thought about going more. I liked a lot of the uh, a lot of the points this week. So did I. I. I thought about doing more upsets, but I I did my standard. I did uh, three out of five. Uh, it's my first pick, my first pick. I love the big lines. I've been hitting on the big lines almost every time they happen, especially in prime time. I'm taking Colts plus ten and a half. Uh, they're visiting Dallas on Sunday night. I, it's a low, low-ish over/under. I think Matt Ryan and Johnson Taylor will keep it pretty damn close. They're not going to get blown up by more than ten and a half points. Uh, next matchup, I'm taking arguably the best offense in the NFL, the Dolphins plus four. Uh, they are on the road in San Francisco, but San Francisco they they like to run the ball and kind of you know, control the game. I think if the Dolphins come out and hang fourteen quick on them, they're they're going to have to change up their whole game plan. And I don't know if the Niners can do that. And they have a lot of guys that are questionable. McCaffrey, obviously, Elijah Mitchell's out, and Debo didn't practice yesterday either. So I think McCaffrey's going to be good to go, but he'll probably be on a snap count. Uh, third line, I'm surprised you didn't take this from me before I got a chance to pick it. It's Browns minus seven. I think <laughs> I, it, the Browns, I'm taking all away teams, I guess, but uh, the Browns are seven point road favorites against the Texans. I don't care how good or, good or bad Watson does. He's not going to be worse than Brissett. And even if Brissett was in this game, I still may have taken Browns minus seven. Texas just aren't good. Uh, it's That was basically my whole mindset behind it. Uh, let's see. Giants plus two and a half. I I think I, – I don't believe in the commanders. I feel like well, the Giants have been underdogs the past, like, three weeks. Well, yeah, they were underdogs against the Jags, and that was yeah. when well, the Jags had like one win. Right? Yeah, they, they, no one respects the Giants. Yeah, I don't. I think the Giants are, are on both sides of the ball better than the Commanders. Uh, so I'll just take that. The top, basically two and a half line toss up. I'll take the home team of the division matchup, uh, and then I'm taking Vikings minus three. Uh, I don't believe in Mike White. I think uh, I think the game will be relatively close, but in a field goal game the Vikings should easily beat the Jets and end up by three points all right I'll start I did my first one and I changed it really quick and it's the Chargers plus one um I I just think they're a better team than Vegas pains me to say but it's true I don't care that they're on the short flight and it's one point like it's literally who do I think is going to win the game and I think it's going to be the Chargers uh pretty pretty easy there uh and Raiders still have all the injuries my next one, I'm going to stay in the division. And Kansas City minus two 
against Cincinnati. I think this is going to be a great game. People are saying that this is like the biggest regular season game in Bengals history for the past, you know, decade almost. Um, so they're going to be amped up, but I just think the Chiefs are just too good. Mahomes is just too good. And I think for two points for Mahomes, uh, I'll take a field goal win. Um, my third one, I went Jags minus one. Um, they are on the road in Detroit, so you know, no weather factor or anything. So I'll just take the better team and the better quarterback in this one. Both Steven says are Steven says kind of stink. Jags a little bit better, and I'll take the quarterback. And ETN is playing as well, so that's good news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Packers minus three. Good to be at the game, so let's just bet on it. But. I just don't I, – I don't see the Packers losing. I don't see Rodgers allowing them to lose. Possibly his last game against Chicago in Soldier. Um, he knows that if this – because they're, they're technically not statistically out of the playoffs, even though they most likely are. I'm not betting on them to make the playoffs. But if they lose, they might bench him for J-Love. So he does not want that to happen against Chicago. Um, so I think Rodgers does have a good game, and I think he sticks to the game script of running it, but I think you could easily see 250 and two from him as well. Um, and my last one, I went against your Vikings. I went Jets plus three. I think Jets have a really good defense. They have a quarterback who can throw the ball now to his, to his elite young receivers. They are missing their running backs, but Michael Carter wasn't that good anyway, so it's not that big of a loss. And they have a good offensive line who's just getting better every single week. So let me take the hotter team. I just don't see a world where the Jets beat the Vikings. But we'll I just see. don't see – I just think the Vikings are very overrated. I mean, we, we know last year they were, what, seven losses by one score or less, and it's the opposite this year. They're winning those games. But it, it's the same thing as last year. Like, oh, like, we think they're better than what they are because they weren't winning them. And this year, well, they're finally winning. They're not this good. They barely – they needed 10 points in the fourth quarter to beat the Patriots, who probably 33 points is the most they put up all season. Uh, they got the luckiest win against the Bills, lucky win against the C- Commanders. Like, they're just getting lucky in these random wins. So, I'll I'll take the Jets. Okay, we'll see. Uh, I, uh, I'm still up by one game on Mason with uh, six weeks to go, so it's going to come right down to it. Uh, but let's see here. The 3 o'clock slate, we got Seahawks-Rams. Uh, Seahawks are seven-point road favorites, uh, low over under 41. Uh, let's just start with the Rams side of the ball because it's easy. I made Kyron Williams the start of the week. He'll get ju- he'll get double digit fantasy points. He'll be fine. But other than that, I'm staying away from every single person. Yeah, the only thing that sucks, like if Higby doesn't get a goose, like if he gets just five points, three catches for twenty yards, you are confident to play him because Seattle is the worst defense against tight ends. Their lowest points that they've ever given up in a half point PPR is six point three to Tampa, like in a half point. So I still think Higby could be a play, but I totally understand if you're nervous after that goose. Yeah, you got to have some big balls to fucking play Higby at this point. But I mean, like, yeah, it's they're so bad. Like again, they are they are the worst against tight ends. You would think that McVay, the smart coach that he is, would say, "Hey, we see their weakness. Let's get our tight end, who's actually good, the ball." I, I get it, but I personally would not be playing Higby. I, I understand, but I, I think he I think he's a good stream as well, in my opinion. 
Seahawks side of the ball, Geno Smith, three top 12 finishes in a row, going up against the Rams, who rank 11th against quarterbacks. It's a fine streaming matchup for Geno. If you're riding the high, I'm totally fine playing him this week. Yeah, and they've they've Seattle's defense. Um, I show 21st against quarterbacks, so I don't know where you're seeing 11. Um, We're talking about the Rams defense. You are right. Let me go down to 11. <laughs> they are at 11. Good job. But their last two weeks, they've given up uh, 22 points to Drew Brees and then another top 12 performance, obviously, to Mahomes. Mahomes didn't have to do much, so I think Geno's a good play, and he's the QB 10 or better this year. Wait, let's back up. You said Drew Brees. Oh, my God. It's Friday. <laughs> Andy Dalton, so even worse. <laughs> Gosh, we. I think we're both sick. I yeah, this something was in the water this past weekend. Well, I don't think it was water. It might have been all the drinks we were having. It was uh, those peanut some, butter jelly shots. I had some Bud Light, tomato, tomato. <laughs> uh, Ken Walker is in your lineup. DK Tyler Lockett always in your lineup going forward. And yeah, it's pretty pretty damn easy on actually both sides this fall. Yeah, I don't think you have to play fans. Um, if you have them and you're questioning it, Rams are 16th against tight ends. Their last two matchups, again, against the Saints and the Chiefs. Uh, they gave up top seven performances. So, if for some reason you have a really bad tight end and fans one of them, he's an okay stream, but he'll probably get just six, seven points. Uh, Dolphins, Niners. Uh, could be a Super Bowl preview. Dolphins, or Niners are four-point home favorites. Uh, I thought it would have been a higher over-under than 46-and-a-half. Uh, it could be the question marks for Debo and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but the Dolphins side of the ball, uh, it, Tua. Tua's Tua, a sit. Tua, you, Tua, you think it's a sit? I think he's a sit. I think I think the, the Niners' defense is really, really good. Um, and their last three games, you look at these quarterbacks, besides Andy Dalton, Justin Herbert had only 13 fantasy points. Kyler Murray, or no, Kyler didn't play that game. Cole McCoy, but still, Arizona with good weapons, 10 fantasy points. Andy Dalton, 10 fantasy points. Like, this is just – this is a really good defense. We know that. So, I think I would try and steer away from Tua, even though he has been really good. I just don't love the matchup. I was going to say the same thing for Jeff Wilson because they ranked first against opposing running backs for the – and the, you know, for the same reason, five points last week, 14-10. And that's combined running backs. I don't I, – I don't know. I, I Obviously, Hill and Waddle are in your lineup. I would personally play Tua – uh, but what about Jeff Wilson on your end? So what what is the latest news on Raheem Mostert? Do we know yet? Um, I don't know. Let me go. Is that that kind of plays a factor into it? Let's go to his name and see if this will load for me. On what on Wednesday he was still listed on the injury report with the knee injury, but Thursday he was he was limited. Oh, so limited, and he's still questionable Friday. I don't know. So if Mostert's in, if Mostert is in, I, I think I would sit Wilson just because it, you know, the even if he's limited, he'll still take away 10 carries, eight carries. Um, but if he's not, he's going to get the bulk of the work because I really don't know who else is going to be taking running back snaps from him. So that'd be the only way I would play Jeff Wilson this week. But it is a tough matchup, like you had mentioned. Okay. Uh, other side of the ball. Jimmy G, it's it, the fl- script is flipped. Dolphins are thirtieth against fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, so in the same matchup, who are you? Who are you playing, Jimmy G or Tua? Oh man, I think I would have to 
see about the injuries. Um, if CMC and Debo are both in, I think Jimmy G's a great play. If even if if both are out, then I would probably go go towards Tua because he has Waddle and Hill. Um, but if one of those guys are in, whether it be CMC or Debo, I'd probably steer towards Jimmy. Okay, I I would fifty five to forty five percent lean Tua, but it's close. Yeah, no, it, I mean it's. Jimmy hasn't been awful, but but he just has great weapons just like Tua does. Uh, so if CMC and Debo are both game time question marks, they're, they're listed active 90 minutes before game start. I think I would play both of them, to be honest, just because of the matchup. Cor- correct. And the good thing, if especially if you, if you have Debo, you're hoping CMC doesn't play because he's going to so, get used so much, even with CMC in, he was still getting carries, and now that Mitchell's out, Debo's going to get back to his maybe eight carries a game possibly, which is, again, just eight more touches that he wouldn't have been getting. So I think they're – exactly, they're both in. Ayuk, uh, Kittle, both in my lineups as well. Yep. Uh, Chiefs, Bengals, it's kind of a sin that they put both of these games in the 3 o'clock slate. Put one in the noon slate. Or, yeah, you could have flipped the freaking Sunday night game or yeah. even Monday night game. Literally. I would I would love to see both of these in primetime Sunday, Monday night. Uh, Chiefs-Bengals. Chiefs are two-point road favorites. Uh, last time they played AFC Championship game was a great game. I'm expecting nothing different at this point. Uh, there's, pre- there's not really many question marks, to be honest. Uh, no. Obviously, Mahomes in your lineup. I saw NFL Network seeing uh, Sid Isaiah Pacheco, but he's getting 20-plus opportunities. I don't see a world where I sit Pacheco. Do you? No, not at all, just because he is the main guy. Like, McKinnon and Ronald Jones, they don't they do not do much. They don't take away from Pacheco's game. Cincinnati is 13th against running backs, but their last four matchups, uh, they gave up 36 points to Cleveland, 20 to Carolina, 27 to Pittsburgh and then 17 to t- Tennessee, which, you know, get Henry, that's pretty good. Um, but he also had that random fumble on the one yard line or else they would have given up 24 to Tennessee. Um, so I think their defense has kind of gotten, you know, a little worse from what it was running against the rush. And Pacheco's just seen too many touches. Uh, uh, over under 53, by the way, highest of the week. Uh, None of these receivers have really boomed for the Chiefs in the past couple of weeks. I know Juju's been uh, battling on and off with an injury, but if you had to play a receiver, who would it be? Assuming um, that Juju's in. Yeah, well, Juju's even – he's not even questionable. He's in. Oh, that okay. I didn't see that later support. Yeah, he put he put a full practice in on Thursday. Um, and it was with an illness. It wasn't his concussion or anything. So, he – it's not like he was hurt. Um I mean, before Juju's injury, he was wide receiver seven four and eight, and then he got hurt, missed game, came back from concussion, and he only had thirty eight percent snap share. Again, they were kind of dominating that game, and they eased him back in. Um, and Pacheco, they they were just kind of doing what they wanted on the ground. But I think I would go Juju. He, you were riding the hot hand. He was their main guy, five eight and twelve targets. I'd go Juju because if one guy's gonna see more targets, it's gonna be Juju. Right. I really like consistency over a possible big play from MBS. I would agree. Uh, Kelsey in your lineup. Other side of the ball, there's really no question marks except Tyler Boyd. Uh, Boyd's not in. Even if Chase is out, Boyd is not in. He's blown it too many times for him to be in my lineup. 
In a one flex, you're probably right, but multiple flex, I would think about it. This is going to be a high-scoring matchup. Both both quarterbacks are going to throw 50-plus times. His last four games, wide receiver 28, so not awful, uh, 32 by week, 55 and 84 with seeing uh, – like being the wide receiver too. I, I just don't – and those were and those were good matchups as well. Tennessee bad against the pass. Pittsburgh bad against the pass. Carolina bad against the pass. He hasn't done it since his big wide receiver two week, and he's you've you've had him in, and he hasn't helped you at, out at all. Would you, would you play Thielen and Devonta Smith over Tyler Boyd? I would. Okay. For sure, uh, Devonta Smith. For sure, Devonta Smith. Okay. And I didn't mention uh, Hayden Hurst in my streams, but he's a fine stream too this week. Oh, all that trash talk going on. He might he might have a big game. He might. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a lot of fantasy options here. We got Chargers, Raiders, last of the late slate games. There there could be uh, a lot of overs hitting in these uh, late game slates. Oh, I know. I, all three of these games are, obviously, we know the two great ones. But this one's a fun one because it's the AFC West, and we saw what happened last year, Week 18. Week one this year was a good matchup. It's it's just a fun one. Uh, Raiders one point home favorites, forty nine and a half over under. First time they met in week one, it was a high scoring good game. So I'm expecting nothing different. But you never know with these two teams. Uh, <clears throat> as far as Herbert and Cargo, uh, I'm fine streaming both of them. Uh, but if I had to pick one, it would probably be. Derek Carr? No. <laughs> Shut up. I don't – Herbert is just not showing You're it. such a liar. Herbert has not shown it this year, bro. Oh, my God. Well, one, he's been hurt. Oh, for the one or two weeks? The one – you play with punctured ribs, dude. But he shouldn't have been out there. He should <laughs> – uh, he's, he's coming off of QB9 and QB3. Two better weeks than what Lamar's had in the past five weeks. Just All right, saying. enough of the Lamar slander here. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's coming off his best game, QB3. The Raiders are the second worst against quarterbacks. Do not – or sorry, yeah, second worst. Do not, do not sit Justin Herbert. I didn't say sit Justin Herbert. I, I think Derek Carr would have a better game. Oh, baloney. They, the Raiders can run the ball. The Chargers can't. The Chargers well, have to throw to do anything. That's true. I saw a stat that said Herb, I think Herbert's in the bottom three for air yards. He had like six yards, and I'm like, huh, I wonder why that is. Yeah. Uh, he's 15 targets for can go into Austin Eckler game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Eckler always in your lineup, and your starts, They, I have Gerald Everett as one of my starts, and you have all the receivers, so not many question marks. No, and same on the Raiders. Jacobs, obviously uh, – <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're, there's really not many guys. I think the only question mark is Matt Collins, which again I think it's a high enough over under, and you see, you know, he's used a lot. And same with Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau's used a lot in their red zone, sees touchdowns. He's a he's a, he's a good stream as well. Yeah, two top ten finishes last three weeks. So if, yeah, if you need another if you need another streamer, go for it. Yeah, almost. I think everyone that you that that people know and have heard of is in the lineup. Uh, Sunday night game, Cowboys 10.5 home favorites uh, on the Colts, 44.5 over under. I don't – I get why the line is the way it is, but I don't think the Colts are that bad of a team. Uh, Cowboys have an 88% chance to win this game. Uh, Matt, Matt Ryan, 
probably not. No. Uh, there are two guys you're playing, and that's it. Taylor, yeah, Paris Campbell, woof. He was supposed to be our savior, and he let us down. Yeah, we both needed him just to get, I think, me 11, you 5 or 6. I needed 5.1 PPR points, and he got me 3.4. Yeah, mine was tougher. Mine was 11 and a half point, so that was a little bit tougher, but he wasn't even close. Right. Uh, Other side of the ball, Prescott's fine this week. Uh, Zeke and Pollard, though. I I had dealt with this problem last year, and if I if you told me to choose which one to start, if you only could start one of them, I think it'd still be Pollard. I'm not going to lie. If you I, have to choose one, I think so as well. He's just so much more electric and elusive and a pass catcher where Zeke, yeah, will get the goal line touches, but if, if you had to bet 50 bucks on who's going to score a touchdown 20 yards or longer, it's Pollard. Yeah, I mean, Zeke has – four games in a row inside the top 13. Pollard dudded last week, but I, I agree with the explosiveness. Pollard has the uh, ability at this point to break off long runs, and Zeke just I, – I don't know. Zeke is just the more of the ground-and-pound guy now as, as he's getting older. And Pollard has seen more snap percentage, uh, even though Zeke had a – or Zeke had a better week than him. He saw more snaps than what Zeke did, Pollard. Uh, Lamb and Schultz are in your lineup. Is there – and there's not anybody else you're touching, though, right? No. Okay, uh, Monday night game. Well, uh, I know Saints have always had Brady's number on the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are three and a half point home favorites. One of the lower over-unders of the week, 40 and a half. I'm not excited for this game at all. This is this is going to be a low-scoring. I'm really hoping the Saints win. Just <laughs> oh, it would just be hilarious. I, I didn't I didn't realize this until now, but our twenty dollar bet on. Uh, I am officially out. The Saints can only get to nine and eight. The Raiders need to win out so you, for them to get double digits for you. So you might as well send the money my way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saints side of the ball. I Camaro is one of my sits, but I get it if you need to play him. Just temper your expectations. Uh, it's pretty much Camara and Olave for me. Yeah, that's good. That's it the whole way forward. Um, and it sucks because I think. It, it, they came out looking great with Michael Thomas. Jarvis Landry was involved when they had Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston was a good stream. But now just with Dalton, they're just so limited. So you just stick to the two, and that's about it. Uh, I'm not playing either quarterback, but uh, Rashad White, I, he's interesting. Uh, even if Lenny's back, he's he uh, saw 11 opportunities the last game Lenny was in, but then 22 and 23, uh, I don't think they're going to go – I don't think they're going to send him all the way back down to 11 opportunities. I think he'll be super involved. Uh, so Rashad White, I'm fine streaming. Uh, and Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, always in your lineup. Yeah, I think Rashad White will have a solid anywhere from RB 16 to 24, I think, in that range, uh, just with Lenny coming back, being healthy. And Lenny's pissed. I think Lenny's going to have maybe not a great fantasy game, but I think he'll have a good football day just because he's pissed that he's not getting his touches. Um, so I think Lenny will be, you know, again, I don't think you're playing Lenny, um, but I think he's going to have a good football day and take away from all the Rashad White uh, hype. Uh, that'll do it. Week 13 almost here. We only got a couple more weeks of, uh, of fantasy, and then I think we'll just go uh, hibernate for a couple months. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll still stay around until the end of the season. You know, we'll do some bets for the uh, playoffs. Um some things I, you know, we haven't talked about yet, but see if we get like over unders for like receivers. Like, hey, will Jefferson in the playoffs get 
over under 70 receiving yards this game and make some like dollar bets here and there. So, yeah. Uh, follow us on TikTok at the kneel down. We're always answering questions on there. Uh, that's our main source of uh, social media. Also have Twitter at the kneel down pod. Uh, post all of our videos there. Also do start sick questions. Uh, and yeah, we will talk to you Tuesday. Have a great weekend. So yeah.